You're listening to But Sauce Sports with Mo Cohen, PZ Delarisi, and Terry Tam. I now know that I'm on with a spy, depending on who's, uh, you know, who's the, who's the captain of this ship. That's probably a bad thing if this podcast is supposed to go viral, isn't it? Cordero Patterson, uh, like grabbing some shanks, uh, gentlemen here. Uh, and he quote, and I quote, I'm a grown man. I don't need nobody blank and blank in my balls, my face. <laughs> in my teenage years, I'd get back from high school. I'd smash two pizza pockets. Carmelo Anthony never learned you can't live life just smashing pizza pockets. Because he lost uh, a double bet, uh, what I did is I cut an jalapeno, a jalapeno in half. And I filled it with hot sauce, so he's gonna have to slip this down. Why you need? Why you give me a fucking banana, dude? I'm not eating a banana. I'll just fucking. I'll rather piss in my mouth than eat this. Okay, so there we go. Stop stalling. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now, here are your hosts, Mo, Terry, and Peasy. Welcome everyone. You are listening to and perhaps watching Hot Sauce Sports. Uh, we have a fantasy-friendly show today. Terry Tam, who co-hosts the show with me every week. Look how awkward and clunky I made that. Why are you so awkward and clunky? Uh, I mean, I've always been clunky, so I decided to add awkward to the mix. I would define you as clunky. You would define me as clunky? Yeah. Clum- yeah. Clumsy, chunky. Hmm. I'm having a hard time seeing you guys back here. Yeah, I know. Hey, what the fuck is up with this shit? Usually, I had a perfect view right to your face. I like how, I like how you have to sit very uncomfortable. We set this up last week like this. You did. You created your own problem. But I don't know how... I mean, because you asked... How else was it placed? You're, what you're doing is you're asking people with all the talent yeah. to do the grunt work. Yeah. That's never going to work. Now you can appreciate how much work it actually takes to make you look good. So where would you... <laughs> I, just, I, don't appreciate, I don't appreciate what you didn't do. It's true. Eagle of Master Control, producer so, of the show. So Duke did a half episode last week. That's right. He yeah. ran out like he had the shits. Yeah. I'm good now. Did you have the shits? I uh, <laughs> sure. Why not? Can you describe them? Because Eagle was terrible. late again. What? What was the topic that we didn't know what it was because he didn't add a description? <laughs> there, was, there was something on the show. It was like oh, it was, uh, rapid, choke job. It was, it was choke your job. rapid fire, and then there was, it was choke written. job. It said choke job. It just said choke job. What was the What was the topic? <laughs> Can't remember, boys. All right, all right. That's I because I was I listened to the podcast and I'm like, yeah, it's true. Fuck, he he just put some random shit into the prep and didn't even tell us what it was and then left. Won't choke happen job. again. Won't happen again. Nah, it's okay, man. We're Content. Living. We're living in a strange time. We're living in a time where the Amazon is on fire and no one seems to be talking about yeah. it. Mario Williams shows up in his baby mama's garage, also weird. And then uh, t- to add more to that, the president of the United States wants to buy another country because question mark. And, and then get upset at other countries for not wanting to buy it either. Yeah. With him. With him. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, it's a good investment. It's like a duplex. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Greenland is it's the like duplex. A duplex in Greenland, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't add value. Greenland, Greenland is the duplex of the world. Mm. No, no. You know what Greenland is? Like Green- duplex the movie. Greenland is that uh, that yeah. Greenland is that one uh, uh, fully detached trailer that you just randomly see in the mi- in the middle of a bunch of other houses. Mm. I- I'm sure that's what it is. It's like, like an extra. Exactly it's an extra strip mall now converted to city housing. Like, do people don't live in Greenland? Well, somebody does. The no. greenish. I don't think there's anybody that lives there. Is the Grinch green? I've always had trouble with this. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. He's, wait one question at a time. Are you asking about <laughs> Greenland? Who yeah. lives there? Anybody? I think it's Danish people. Oh, well, nobody Danish. lives in, in Greenland. There's quite a few people. Of course people, people live in Greenland. Even no, yeah. it's like... the population of Greenland. And according to, according to the, the physio of the Iceland hockey team in D2... Greenland is mostly green and Iceland is mostly or Greenland is mostly ice and Iceland is mostly that's green. Right, that's actual. That's right. As of 2017, there were 58,000 people living in so Greenland. So nobody that's lives there. That's like nobody. That's like fair. That's there are less more people in this studio than Greenland. That's, that's less than the Olympic Stadium. Yeah, it's basically Joliet. 
So do those people automatically be become fair, Americans? Though, if Olive Greenland went to the Olympic Stadium, it would be better attendance than the Expos ever got. Yeah. Actually, I have more recent. As of June 22nd, the population was 56,670. How many people uh, died? Actually, no. It went up by 500 in two years. How so is nobody's having sex over How there. How is this a good investment? You know what? In Iceland, there's only about 3 million people, right? Mm-hmm. Well, two facts about Iceland. So one is that there's an app that tells you if a person's related to you because you can be every, everybody's related to each other over there. Mm-hmm. So there's an app that tells you if this person's related to you, like on dating apps and stuff. It's like Tindon't. Yeah. And then when they made the World Cup, they 300,000 people from Iceland went to London for the World Cup. Wow. 10% of the country left to go watch the World Cup. Eagle, the clock's not working. It's okay. Eagle, fix give this. Me, give me random updates to how much time You know why it's not working? Because it's not plugged in, dude. Well, that sounds like a producer issue. <laughs> so, but like... Yeah, talk to me while he does we, that. Yeah, we have the Amazon on fire. We yes. have the present trying to buy Greenland. And on top of that... I, um, I didn't I didn't know the Amazon was on fire, actually. Yeah, dude, I, only, I only weeks. just... I it's literally just found deal. this out five minutes ago. It's a big deal. That's yeah. the thing. And then a um, more big deal, yeah. Spider-Man doesn't have a home. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Terry. Yeah, Spider-Man doesn't have a home. Speaking of bad deals, yes. buying Greenland, maybe not a good deal. Definitely a bad deal. Marvel selling Spider-Man to Sony. Uh, to Fox and then Sony. Thank God I was busy. I hate this stuff. Okay, wait. <laughs> you hold on a sec. What are you saying? Who's Who bought who? So years ago, like in the 70s mm-hmm. or 80s, um, it was decided that... Uh, Marvel didn't want to own the property for Fantastic Four Spider-Man and sold it to uh, Fox and now Sony. Right. Um, but Fox belongs to I don't to think that's correct. Yeah, I think you're wrong on that one. But the reason they sold it is because they were going bankrupt. Okay. Yeah. You know what would have made them less bankrupt? Making good Spider-Man movies, <laughs> which apparently took them till the two thousand to till two, 2016 or so to do. So who, who, owns, who owns Spider-Man now? That's Sony. I don't understand. Sony Pictures. Okay. And who owned it before? Originally? Yeah, Spider-Man created. So what's gonna a happen guy named now? Spider. Do I have to see the same origin story Spider. for the fifty thousandth time? You absolutely do. Uncle Ben oh, will man. die I'm yet so again. Tired of that story. But listen, whether Uncle Ben is dying, or whether he's making rice, one thing we can say for certain is, and now, ah, oh, fuck off. The news. This is the worst segue <laughs> ever. That <laughs> <laughs> was the worst one. I mean, he's making rice, bro. <laughs> Don't you like rice? What's wrong with you? Ah, Terry, there's been so much news. It's a week full of news. A week full. A week full is more than a mouthful. So That's wait, what I always say. Here's a mouthful. So when we do that, when Eagle does, I listen to the last few episodes, I can't hear you introducing until the music kind of really gets low. Really? Yeah. Oh. The oh. music's way a lot louder than the voice. Huh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It's supposed to be loud. You're not supposed no, to be talking. But he's when he starts talking, usually... Like, now they can't hear me. They'll probably ah, be able to hear me. Terry, it's a week full of news. You, you know go. what's more than the mouthful? A week full. Yeah, yeah. See? There we are. Um, the NFL soap opera continues, of course. Um, and who, we'll who, threw, who threw wine in whose face? Uh, Antonio Brown <laughs> threw uh, helmets full of wine in nobody's face. He did his walkthrough without a helmet. I have a theory about this. I love that guy, man. I have a love theory it. about this. I feel like Drew Rosenhaus and HBO came up with, like, a contract to be like, let's just... Let's just have a some sort of controversy. Let's make up a fake controversy. Yeah, absolutely. So it'll be interesting for Hard Knocks because all of this is stupid, right? Or he just doesn't want to play preseason. Also true. And he had no reason to not play preseason. Yeah. Well, he had his feet. He could have used his feet. 
Yeah, but I think they're clear. They cleared him to play. But they've been like, but they're still sore. They circumcised his feet. My, my feet are circumcised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circumcised. What do I do? Like, I, they're cold. Yeah. Circulation. Circulation. <laughs> I mean, it, I think it's it's the Antonio Brown show, man, and it's like fucking. It's it's getting old. You're a Raiders fan. You should know. Yeah. I mean, I I think I I don't I, I don't think oh, that he wants yeah. to be in practice right now. Go ahead. So I think that's what it's all about. I don't actually think this is a really big deal. I think that uh, Fox News, uh, Fox Sports, and, and Colin Coward they just make these things worse because they they have all these clips that go out now where they just trash AB. And then they, they act like he's not going to start playing this whole season and be one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah, well, that's the like, thing. He's like, going to be amazing. He's going to play. Okay, so you think he's going to be top what? He's, he's going to be a top five wide receiver in, in the NFL in this what? year. In receiving yards. Yards? In touchdowns. He's going to be incredible. I don't see touchdowns. I don't think he's going to get more than 12 touchdowns. So I think the Raiders' offense, to be fair, is improved compared to last season. It's improved, but they're uh, focusing heavily on the run. Yes, because but Josh Jacob, Josh Jacobs was also a receiving yeah back. absolutely yeah and, and so like while while I've been super critical of K Van Gruden on this show yeah um the, the reports saying the offense looks far more diverse far more interesting of course they have JJ oh, listen check this out check reports. this out but check this out for a second look I at this receiving analytics core. don't lie but if it was April O'Neill I would definitely fuck the reports absolutely but check check this check this receiving uh, core out okay Just they have JJ Nelson O'Neal. they have Tyra Williams and Antonio Brown top three receivers right there. All speed threats. Like I, I think that the, this offense right now in preseason makes it seem like it's going to be a running, a running option offense. That's what I think it but is. But the yeah. thing is, with this, with this arsenal, did you watch our I don't watch it. I did. Yeah, you did. didn't. We have a well, whole segment. Episode, episode, episode three is not out yet. It. Episode three is not out yet in Canada. That's. Oh, I, I saw episode two. I didn't see episode three. Okay. okay. So, but my my point is that they have a very dynamic receiving core. I don't see why this wouldn't work out, mm-hmm. assuming that Derek Carr is back to his, because his, his form from three years ago. That's fair. But honestly, I'm I'm very optimistic about the Raiders this year. I just yeah. th- they won't make the playoffs only because their division is too strong. I kind of agree, but yeah. I think like people are projecting like as a six win team. I seem closer to eight, eight or nine, eight or nine. Yeah, yeah. but I when you watch think, when you watch Hard Knocks, you think they're just going to win everything, you know? I, I honestly, it's the first. Knocks. It's, the, <laughs> which it's actually the later. first year where I'm like, yeah, the team's all right. Yeah, it's good. Like yeah. usually, I'm like, fuck, you know, they're going to be good. Like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on with James Winston, I was like, man, this guy's amazing. And mm. he sucked. So far, he has not been. No. He's been really good at abusing Uber drivers. Um, <laughs> but other than that, I think I think um, Antonio Brown will be fine. We'll talk to Andy McNamara later on the show about his fantasy stock, where uh, the people who wrote into us, uh, mostly clandestinely through text and through messaging, uh, we'll get to your questions. We'll have we'll answer his uh, your questions as well as ours about what to do in your fantasy drafts. Andy McNamara, an NFL act, uh, draft uh, expert. Um, but there's some other questions. So Jerry Jones, when asked about uh, Zeke Elliott, answered Zeke who, and that was answered by the loudest laugh by the most overzealous reporter. Bro, it's not the most. It's not the funniest shit ever. Like you never heard. That you guy's probably this? a diehard Cowboys fan. Awful. Yeah. Awful. But uh Ah, it's fucking weird, man. He's playing games. How how deep how deep in the, the can do you think Jerry was? How how drunk do you think he was? In that quote? Yeah. From from like I'd uh, say he, I'd say he's a I'd say he's two or three whiskeys in. Two or three at least? Yeah, two or three in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think at his age it probably hits him a little harder. Because mm. he's shrinking. Yeah. Mm. Like Shrinkage is a problem. Button. Yeah, exactly. With the old and the cold. Um Find out how many. Uh, Tell me, <laughs> how many drinks did Jerry Jones have when he said that quote? Five. That was there's the good answer. research. Amazing, Duke. You've not improved. reckless at all. You've improved while Eagle is still playing Pokemon. Yeah. 
Um, He's like, yeah. <laughs> Dak Prescott, still no extension, but it looks like he'll play without. Uh, do you think Zeke Elliott gets signed before the gets the extension before the playoff before the season starts? I do think that he will get one right before the season starts. Yeah, I, th- I don't think Jerry you don't Jones. Th- you don't think it's the Emmett Smith situation? Like oh, the em- that that's crazy. Everybody's comparing it to it, but you know it's pretty much the same thing. But now we're back in the day you relied heavily on a run, where now you don't have to anymore. But I think I think Zeke Elliott is um, <coughs> different in that his. Ev- his ability in pass protection, his ability to catch passes, his ability as a running back, yeah. and to be a guy who, who carries the ball 400 times. Like, everyone talks about James Conner, but yeah. to forget he got hurt. Oh, for sure. During for the sure. season, because that workload's not for everyone. But my thing, my, my, my point that I, when I think about this whole thing, I, I always worry about what's happening with Todd Gurley with this, with this huge distribution of the ball towards running back. Like, you worry about the longevity with these guys, and that's the, con- the contract they want. They want a four-year contract. They want a five-year contract. You don't know if they're going to last till then. But, that's, and, but to the player's defense, that's why they want that contract. That's why they want it now. Because they're it's not willing my to money wait. and I want it now. They're not willing to wait to the point where they're JG Wentworth commercial. It's also because contracts aren't guaranteed, mm-hmm. right? So you have to give the signing bonuses. Yeah, exactly. You need as much money up front and you need huge contracts. So if the contracts are guaranteed, you're probably more willing to take less money because of the fact that you're guaranteed it. I do I I honestly think that this kind of stuff is gonna lead to a potential lockout in the next CBA agreement for football. Because they're 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 mi- the players too many people and the are, are miles out. apart. Too many right. people are holding out. Yeah. Uh, and I think, but with that, they're going to reduce uh, the preseason games and and add the two games to the season. Did your headset just explode like mine did? No, mine's mine fine. just turned on. So when um, w- when is the the next um, grievance that's going to happen between the, the if NFL? If only we had a producer to research that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daxton low extension. He'll play without uh, Melvin Gordon. That's not going well. Still the holding out. Yeah. The LA Chargers owners are cheap as hell. That's why they're in LA uh, in the first place. It's because they didn't want to build a stadium in San Diego. I don't think they're going to pay Eagle. And it currently extends through the 2020 season. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. I, I, I think – so, like, my question is, do you think um, he'll bend before – because he said he's just win for a call. Like, he'll, he's just they – know, they know what his stance is, and he's just waiting for a call from the team and doesn't know that the call is going to come. Uh, I mean, I think Melvin Gordon will come back, but if you look – Le'Veon Bell really set set the precedent here. Mm-hmm. He really set well, so the bar. So I think Le'Veon Bell, what people won't, didn't appreciate in the moment, everyone laughed at Le'Veon Bell that he lost money with saying with the Jets. But I think, and I don't know, if he, I don't think he did this for this reason. But in retrospect, he did this for everyone else. Everyone else is going to benefit from Le'Veon Bell's holdout in a sense, right? It's true. Yeah, there might be a doc, uh, like a thirty minute documentary made about him twenty years from now. Yeah, an yeah. ESPN thirty for thirty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Le'Veon Bell and the holdout with that music. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah, um, but so that's that concludes the, the the football. Like we're gonna have football leading off into the season. I'm looking at Duke and he's very pro. confused. <laughs> What's the confusion? Uh, sorry, boys. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm down a rabbit hole over here. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the rabbit hole about? Uh, by the way, I'm just curious. No, I'm I'm, I'm researching these XFL logos and it's just. Yeah, we'll get yeah. we'll get to that. I we know. asked you to research something else. Yeah, <laughs> which I no longer remember what it was. Same, same here. All right, all right. <laughs> You know, you know, you started off strong with you answered the question about Jerry Jones's drinks very yeah. quickly. Oh, sorry, boys. Yeah, and then you just kind of like just tapering that's down. That's why. That's why, though, you you shouldn't necessarily get blazed for a show, but you definitely <laughs> should get blazed before you do an MLB uh, color commentary. Oh yeah, Eagle. Luke Walton is my fucking hero. I'm Bill, and this is my great friend, the giant among us, a brilliant genius, one who's able to create beauty. Beauty out of darkness. 
And your name? It's Jason Still. Okay, and so I'm Bill, and we're in California. What more could you ask for? White Sox and Angels at the Diamond in the Park. I love timelessness. He looks so confused. You're timeless. He's like, what's going on? I've been dead for quite a few years. And we all may be by the end of the night. You're very young. You have no idea what's going to come ahead of you. You have only an idea, a general idea of what happened yesterday. But today is your day to come out and make this incredible impact on the world and everything. And I am lucky to stand here today. And you figured out a way. There's a base We're on our way. That's your guy, James McCann. Is that the catcher? It is. Is it the catcher? I tell you. I'm not a very good catcher. I'm much better at getting high than getting low. Maui Jim. Maui Jim. Man, you're a good-looking dude. Through that prism. Yeah. Whoa, I love prisms. Oh, my Four God. Balls, you get I love first. prisms. Yep. The three strikes, three. you're out. That's right. You Take know what he reminds me of? Game. He reminds yes. me of Alec Baldwin I never on Friends. Back. Yeah, yeah, overly positive character. Oh yeah. He said, Walt, you are the slowest learner I've ever had. Good. Look at him, Ron. I mean, that is the epitome of Usain Bolt right there. <laughs> not, That's not the that epitome of Usain Bolt. Look at this defense. Garcia's not going to have a play. And oh, Mike my Trout God. Goes awesome. He said, look awesome. at this defense. That's Trout. Swimming upstream, avoiding all the flies, and sending one ricocheting through the universe. So what James is trying to do is swim over the, the top. Yeah, Why but would you didn't, I didn't think you got Why me with the, the glove, though. Why do you have to, it should just be body contact. What if I, as I come through, the, through this way, yeah. I come with the big overhand cross. That seems aggressive. Then you're out. I would say. Is this boxing? Here we go. I'm, Beach Boys was my first Am I getting, time. like, oh, flashbacks of, like, a Gary Busey vibe from <laughs> Yeah. If anybody plays Bill Walton's there movie, it has to be Gary Busey. Yeah. 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 Especially after this. First of all, why is he doing color, color for a baseball game? You call. I'll explain that. Okay. okay, you can end it here. Big slam. Oh, my gosh. Put Ricky in the Hall of Fame today. <laughs> there was no Ricky. There was no Ricky in that play. What a fantastic turn of events. He's on this catch. If you the Chicago White Sox, and I'm falling in love by the breath. I apologize on behalf of the human race for destroying your broadcast, and I hope I don't ruin your career, which I think of already let that bus go by. So, greatest thing. He went from so happy to super depressing. Yeah. Weed doesn't do that to me. Well, it's because it ran out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. He needs to he get just, back up. He had, he had no stash by the end of the game. Baseball, that's proof that baseball's too long. Yeah. Because if Luke Walton loses his high during your Bill broadcast. Bill Walton. Oh, sorry. Bill Walton. Sorry, Luke. If Bill <laughs> Walton loses his high during your broadcast, yo, that means your game is too long. I just, but you know what? I used to always confuse uh, Bill Walton and Dwight Walton. Mm, nobody's ever done that. Yeah, because one is black, one's white. That's right. Yeah. Mm. And Dwight Howard, also black. And Dwight Howard. Mm. And then Luke Walton. <laughs> two on two basketball. Threesome right there. But the thing is, um, I loved it. I thought I thought it was fun. I thought it was entertaining. Guaranteed White Sox and Angels fans are vomiting everywhere. Just all over Reddit complaining because that's what Reddit is. is just a giant negative circle jerk. It's a giant uh, uh, bukkake. Mm. Mm. To nobody. Facts. <laughs> Facts. On nobody. Uh, yeah. With nobody. Because they just send it out into the world. It's the collective hive mind. And there is yeah. nobody there to receive the bukkake. Yeah, it's, it's the worst. So it's just a bunch of basically doofuses in a circle 
circle jerking each other. I will say there was, there was two things not in this, um, not in the highlights we just played. He asked at one point, "What happened after an out?" Actually, three things. The second thing was he thought that if you got a triple play with one out, it should carry over to the next inning. Also, genius idea. Super by the genius. Way. Super genius idea. Absolutely. Um, and then there was early in the game. There was a fly ball that was hit. Like it was closer to the infield than the wall. And he like was like, yeah, it's not, it's the wrong direction. It's not far enough. And I was just like, man, poor guy, <laughs> poor <laughs> guy, man. Um, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. It was great, man. You gotta have that shit. You know what? It probably made it fun to watch. Yep. And like, where boy, or baseball sometimes you know if it's not when, like I, when I watch game, baseball, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but when I watch baseball at home, it's you usually don't watch on mute. No, yeah, I, I do. I, I do, and it's on mute. Oh yeah, I'm mute. And it's then while, I will, it's I will so have it on. Actually. While I'm playing Madden, I have baseball on in the zone. So I was watching uh, the the Yankees uh, Oakland A's game yesterday, mm-hmm. and the announcer John Chiambi. John Chiambi, yeah. I finally saw what he looks like. Never thought that's what he looked like before. What did he look like? I'm on it. Not what I thought he looked like. Mm. I've heard his voice millions of times. It feels like you're avoiding racial undertones. No, here. no, he's he's legit. I thought he was a white guy. He is a white guy. <laughs> okay, so no racial undertones. No racial undertones. Just overtones. Yeah. No, that's the terrible. That's a terrible picture. That's what you thought he looked like. No, I wouldn't have given him a redhead. You should probably show this on the screen. Show it on the screen, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> there are people it watching. Help so. us to show. I would fucking help, boys. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. No, this is not what he looks like at all. I mean. It looks like up, Eagle, no matter what it looks like. But he had like up. he had like hipster glasses and shit. The first John Chiambi you see. This is taking forever. Take yeah. longer. What sucks is that I Take the, Longer. It's, it's, not, it's not our fault that he gave us the most random person <laughs> to look up. I, I have nowhere to go because I have to throw the eagle ah, there is, for okay. the transition here. So yeah, so he had like hipster glasses, his hair was kind of curly. So he was in a suit. None of this. He was also a lot he's a lot bigger than I thought he would look bigger like. Bigger than that? No, no. He's this is what he looks like. This is what he is. But the name I thought I thought he was name, a thin guy. The name John Shambi sounds like it could know, be John Shambi. S H A M B E, but it's like ch- Chunk B, John Chunk B, John Chunk B. Okay, anyway, I'm just saying is that these baseball guys, I never know what they look like, mm. but they all have beautiful voices. A uh, beautiful voice from a baseball guy um, is Nick Castellanos, and he yeah, had, yeah, Latino. He had he had an interesting perspective on what is and isn't opening day. Day not opening day. Prove to me that it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, your record. <laughs> well, that well, that's only if you believe your record. You know, it's kind of the mentality like, um, if what has happened is a memory, and what's going to happen is a thought, you're taking yourself out of right now. So in that case, every day is opening day. What the fuck did we just watch? My no mind's blown, bro. My mind's blown. Blue lost. Maybe there's CTE in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> because that guy is fucked up. Yeah. Um that was that's intense. Um but I get what he's trying to say. I maybe, get what he's trying to say. Yeah. Maybe. It's like it's like you know like what you get it to halftime and you're down and the coach will tell you it's zero zero. I think that's what he's trying to get to. Okay. But that part about the, the thought and what's happening. Yeah. Maybe you should not hang out with Bill Walton so I, much. I love that he, <laughs> <laughs> I love what he's like. He's like Well, you know, what if that's only if you believe your record? Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, no, no, we don't know. No, no. we you're don't saying know. it. You're I, saying, I don't know what you mean. It wasn't bro. me that said it. I don't know what it you was mean. All you, Nick, um, Nick, Dick, Nick, Nick Castellanos, that as fuck, Nick. But again, 
give me more of that than baseball. Yeah, yeah. So, but how soon does he get a random drug test after this happens? Well, how soon does he get a random drug test? Speaking of drugs and baseball, no, 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 that's later in the show. Read the script one time <laughs> before we start the show. That's literally the la- like the least amount of work. I even write your parts for you. Okay. <laughs> you just have to read it after. We'll talk about drugs and baseball later, but for <laughs> now, we'll go into round ball. The other round ball. <laughs> basketball, that is. Uh, Royce Your segues White. are fucking brutal today. Royce White sounds <laughs> off uh, about Melo and him not joining the, nas- the, the uh, national team here. Absolutely being blackballed. He's one of the realest in it. He's one of those dudes that, you know, he ain't like me. He don't talk like brash and, and straightforward like that, but he has those morals and principles, you know. Um, and he, he's given too much to the game for them not to allow him to play or for them to, you know, kind of culturally just make a, make a decision or an agreement that he's not good enough anymore. All of us here that play the, bat, play the game at the highest level know how good Melo is, and, and we know that there's no way that the Lakers would go out and sign Jared Dudley and not sign Carmelo Anthony. You know why? And another question I don't is, think he knows why they signed Jared Dudley. While a guy like LeBron is walking around here like he's the face and voice of the players, how is he letting his banana boat brother hang out there in the wings and they go sign Jared Dudley and not Carmelo? If anybody watching this thinks that Jared Dudley can hold Carmelo's jock strap, I'll slap you. So okay. the question is, who is this guy? Can't well, he played in the NBA for like a second. What's yeah, his name? for a second. Royce White. Royce White. He played for the Iowa Cyclones and uh, no idea who he is. Play. Anyway, whatever. So I'm nobody. The also. question is, can he physically hold Carmelo's jackstrap? Yeah, I mean that's different. Or is it too heavy for Jared? Dudley? It might be because Carmelo's, Ge- Carmelo's probably packing some heat. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And so maybe, maybe he just he needs extra help. Like so maybe three it's a reason, job. Three reasons why. Four hands. Banana one reason why Carmelo buddy. hasn't been signed yet, and it's probably the same reason why they signed Jared Dudley over him. He's probably asking for way too much money. He also um, wants what? to start. He also, he also wants to start. He wants Jared Dudley's going to be like, the issue than the money. I'll, I think, play, I'll play ninth. I think Melo, you know I mean? I think Melo would, would take a, an MLE, but I don't think he's willing to play eight minutes a night. I mean, no, how, about, how much not. do you pay a guy that's going to play eight minutes a night? I mean, you're not going to give him $12 million. Well, so, give him the MLE. Give so him the this guy, yeah. Royce Wade? He's trying Royce to Royce White. White? <laughs> he's trying to make... Wow, that's serious shade. With the finger in the air, too. Royce Wade? Royce Wade? Street. He ain't Dwayne Wade. Uh, that much. He's trying to turn Carmelo Anthony into the Colin Kaepernick of the NBA. Mm-hmm. He's saying how he's being culture, but the he's being culturally uh, whatever the fuck like uh, basically kicked off the team, kicked banana off the, kicked boated. Out, uh, banana boat. He got banana yeah. boated. Yeah. So but, uh, the thing is, fuck man. Like, I will say, I will God. say, LeBron's never really stood up for any of the members of the banana boat. Like he but left what's Wayne, his banana boat? He le- it's the guys who went on vacation with him one summer, and they were supposed to be the next super team. And it was like, so him and so Dwayne Wade. But he left Dwayne Wade in Miami. And then Chris Paul was supposed to make his way over to play with LeBron. That never happened. And then it was Carmelo Anthony. And he also has been not even in the league at this point. Maybe he's more of a plantain guy. So why? Mm, how dumb. is LeBron's that's name really brought into this? So how is, it LeBron, how is it LeBron's fault that Carmelo Anthony didn't get signed somewhere? They sent how is this not all Carmelo's fault? For not learning how to play defense in 15 years. And for not being a fucking asshole and asking for way too much. That you, you I don't deserve. think he's an asshole. I, I, I've never heard like, like Carmelo back Acting like an asshole. I mean, by asshole, I mean he's a guy who asked for too many minutes, uh, not playing defense, being, not being a great teammate, like when it comes to on the court shit, like, you know, just embellishing everything. Mm-hmm. So to me, I love Carmelo Anthony. I grew up on Carmelo Anthony. I was a fan with him in Syracuse. I've been a fan with him up until right now. I know. It just, 
I can I can imagine how hard it is for him to be one of the elite stor- scorers in the history of the game. Yeah. To being like a guy who can't make a roster. Yeah. So that you must know, be Bre- difficult. Like you know, Brett Favre has the most touchdowns in NFL history, mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? Why isn't he playing now? Because he's old. Because he sucks. Because he's old. He's old, mostly. He sucks because he's old. Correct. And because he sucks, he can't play. The age difference, though, between Brett Favre and Carmelo is Carmelo is not playing because he's not as good as some players. Yeah, I think... To what he wants. I think if you draft a guy, you'd rather give that... Those minutes to that guy Absolutely. versus Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. You only have two rounds. You're not going to spend your money on Carmelo Anthony. It is surprising though. Vince, when, when Vince Carter go, hasn't been signed yet. Vince Carter, it? well, no, but he's he's much, much older than Carmelo Anthony. No, I know, but he hasn't been signed yet. He's right? the only player to play in four decades in his career. Yeah, but so he hasn't been signed yet. He has not. Okay. So Vince Carter hasn't been signed yet, and he, when he said he was going to play one more year, people got mad at him for, him for for saying they're not giving a chance to the young guys. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. People say, like, why is he still playing? Uh, you know, there's young guys that are coming into the league. He's taking up a roster spot to guys that can still play, that want to play. And he's, I'm like, it's the same argument with Carmelo Anthony. Why does he want to continue playing if he's just going to take a spot from a young guy? Carmelo's my age, 34. Mm-hmm. But, like, in basketball, that's not insanely old. It Most is. guys 34 still get a shot. I guess, but you're coming off the bench. Like, Dwayne Wade was the same age. But you're coming, coming off, the, off the bench. To be fair, Dwayne Wade came off the bench this yeah. year. Which is, like, for a guy with... Dwayne Wade's cachet. Yeah. That's a big deal. Of course. Coming off the bench. Coming off the, the bench in Miami for Dwayne Wade. Like, I understand yeah. if he stayed in Cleveland or Chicago and came off the bench. <clears> but coming off the bench in Miami when you are Miami basketball? They, yeah, they were just trying to kind of keep him mm-hmm. in, involved. He in was the best year. player, though. At, for certain parts of the season, he was the best sure. player. Well, he's our best player the entire season, probably. Yeah. The guy's amazing. Well, uh, yes. No, they, he just didn't want to play that much. And he, was, he knew it was his last year. And <laughs> he just decided to say, put me in once in a while to sell tickets. But I'm not going to. Yeah. Like, it's. Like tank, basically. Tank with me on the team. I'll take it. Well, if you don't <laughs> want to tank your fantasy season, you'll stay with us through the break. When we come back, we're going to join Andy McNamara of TSN 1050 of Monkey Knife Fight. He is one of our favorite guests of all time. He is also uh, going to be back with us to talk fantasy football next. And uh, you, can, uh, you, can, you can subscribe. Yeah, you can always subscribe. subscribe. They get the shows. Then they choose to listen to it or yeah, subscribe not. on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then follow us at Hot Sauce Sports on every social media. No one, uh, you can't be oversubscribed because that's not a word. Exactly. So, so subscribe just the amount of, right amount of time. Be a word. I got <laughs> a signed Bernie Kosar helmet. Hey, and get this. Beautiful. So in the Browns locker room, we went on a, there's a Browns locker room sale and it's all ex-players and it's all for nothing. That So that football there for five bucks signed by Josh Gordon. That was before he signed with the Patriots. So if this dude goes to the Hall of Fame, I'm set for five bucks. <laughs> Come on, Bill. Get him in the game plan, Bill. Right? Uh, Josh Gordon. That's an investment. Uh, I highly doubt he's on his way to the <laughs> Hall of Fame. We're going we're gonna to rifle through a few uh, fantasy questions. And yeah. intermittent because we got we got actually uh, asked a few questions and stuff by people who didn't want to actually put it. They want to post it on our Facebook. They messaged us directly instead. Cowards. Because they don't want the, the rest of the leagues to see. Oh, which I, I didn't realize that was a yeah. thing. I'm like, well, it's I'm so going to, stupid. I'm going on a show and I'm going to talk about my fantasy so stuff. So happened to live. me once. I asked for like a guy on Twitter for some fantasy advice. And then a guy from my league responded. He's like, oh, now I know what you're trying to do. Like, okay, relax. Yeah, we yeah. all know what we're but all going to do. Yeah, we all use right. the same three lists. Yeah, relax. Yeah. We're probably not going to make the playoffs <laughs> as usual. Yeah, exactly. So Duke. Um, 
But yeah, so uh, we're gonna rifle through that quickly, and then we're gonna we're gonna press you on a couple of things that uh, we think to be unconstitutional here in Canada. Uh, one question, <laughs> one question I got asked is actually about Josh Gordon. Uh, what do you see his value now that he's been being uh, reinstated in a post Gronk Patriots lineup? Here's the thing, guys. His his talent has never been the issue. The problem is he can go AWOL at any moment. And I mean mm-hmm. any moment. He could be lights out the first four weeks, then get do something and get suspended. Yeah. Last time, guys, I don't know if you guys know this, he was dealing with two independent paternity lawsuits for child support because the guy hasn't made any money because he hasn't been playing. That's crazy. I don't know how they live, these guys that just take years off. I don't know so, how they live. Poorly. Yeah, that's you don't. That's the problem with Josh Gordon because you pick him up like as a late round stash, absolutely to rely on him. You. It's not you. It's Skype that's messing up. Yeah, it is. It. All right. Oh, it's okay. So late round stash, yeah. late round stash for Josh Gordon. Don't don't rely on him. Ideally, at least wide receiver four on your lineup. Um, oh yeah. A, que- a question here. I got. Uh, actually, I, I, t- I told Terry he was going to ask next, but I'll ask okay, first, go, go. and then uh, then you. I'll jump on. Um, the question I got is, this is on everyone's mind, given the uncertainty with Zeke, yeah. do you think this is going to be another Le'Veon situation, or will we see Zeke suiting up within, hmm. let's say, the first four weeks of the season? I think Zeke is going to be suiting up probably for the start of the season. If he misses anything, maybe a week. It's Melvin Gordon, guys, who that's the big concern. That's the one you're going to have to hold out on. So I think... Zeke Elliott is going to be back sooner than later just because the Jerry Jones factor. I just feel he's going to figure it out. He might sacrifice the future. He might pay whatever, but I think he'll get them back. Now, the guys you want to keep your eye on, though, if you do draft Zeke or even if you don't, because how often do we see somebody comes back, they take time off, they're late getting into camp, they tweak a hammy or some or a quad or something goes. So you want to be looking to pick up and stash Tony Pollard or Mike Weber the two and three backs in that Dallas offense. Because if Zeke goes down, or it is an extended holdout, because we can't just take that for granted anymore, then you got to go that way and make sure you got Pollard, who's been really shining, and then Mike Weber after that. But the big concern of starters not holding, not coming on is Melvin Gordon. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as a Cowboys fan, I can, I've, I've watched their preseason games, and Tony Pollard, to me, is, he looks unreal. Yeah, like he, I, I think... I think, guys, for PPR, I really like Tony Pollard in the draft. You guys know I'm a draft junkie. I watch the Combine and go back watch the Pollard, I love in a PPR format because he's a gadget guy. You can pop him as a wide receiver. You can have him do end around. You can put him in the backfield. You can, you can have him in so many different ways, even the return game. So he is a real gadget player. Mike Weber, I also like because when you see him in, in practice and in the exhibition games, he has that hesitation that is Le'Veon Bell, Zeke Elliott-like in the backfield. Certainly not to the same extent, but the patience and the plant and the go. So I, I really like Mike Weber's upside too. Given uh, you, we've been, you know, you mentioned uh, Le'Veon Bell, and we mentioned it earlier in comparison to Zeke, but for Le'Veon Bell himself in a new team now, he's been a workhorse in the past, taking a year off, uh, not playing football, mm. do you think that benefits him in terms of touches or do you think that will hurt him this season? That is, it's such a question. It's one, uh, a year off, his legs are fresh. Two, it's he's going to be rusty. And three, to me, what's that offensive line like? It is, it got better. It's not the Pittsburgh type of offense. I think he's going to get the workload, but Le'Veon Bell is certainly not somebody who should be in the conversation as your first three picks. 
because of of those factors there, and it's on a worse Jets team. But heck, if you're at the end of your first round and, and you didn't get a running back, like and I'm much more comfortable with him as a back end RB one, high RB two. But the upside is certainly there. And heck, if he can be ninety percent of what he was in Pittsburgh, you got you could have a steal. Absolutely, man. Levy on Bell to me is probably if. We don't talk about him as the best in the league because he wasn't there last year, but I would put him up yeah, there for sure. Yeah. Um, what, so one question I had to you is uh, who is um, uh, your – we were talking before about Antonio Brown. So what's, an, what's the number you gave me to Antonio Brown for, let's say, catches and touchdowns this year? Because I was like he's not going to have a good fantasy year. You know what? Here, so I'll, I'll take this kind of Raiders situation as a whole. I'll give you kind of a three-pronged answer to this. I think if you look at Antonio Brown, his fantasy value goes down from a year ago. Derek Carr's fantasy value goes up because you got a better weapon. And I'll tell you guys this. As a sleeper, I've been pounding the table for this guy for, it seems like, months. Terrell Williams yeah. is going to be a – he is going to be the new Juju Smith-Schuster you just watch. Okay? That guy is going to be – you pick him up in the later round, mid to late rounds, he is going to be an absolute stud because he's going to benefit from Antonio Brown. So I think Antonio Brown actually raises the fantasy value of a Williams, of a Derek Carr, but his value is going to go down. And, man, I, I don't know. With all this helmet stuff, like, I assume he'll get sorted – but it's starting to it's starting to weird me out a little bit. Like, oh, what yeah. what is this guy want to play at all? You know, I'm we're, I'm concerned. We're, we're saying that he's just trying to skip the preseason. I think, I, yeah, probably. You know, you have that. So the potential is there. And Derek Carr, we saw before that injury, was playing, was rising yeah. uh, at an elevated level. But what if things start to go south? Is he going to pout? Is he going to quit? That that's where I get a little nervous mm-hmm. with Antonio Brown. Um, where do you, so we'll, we'll speed up the questions a little bit just so we can get to the stuff that's really important. You know, the reasons we're going to, we got to slam you later, later in the show. Uh, DJ, (laughs) what's his value this year coming off an off year? Yeah, boy, David Johnson is, and how about this? You got pretty much the, the one and two picks from last year, Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson looking to rebound. I am, I do not trust anybody on that Arizona Cardinals team, guys. I don't. And it's not to say I'm not going to draft David Johnson if he's there. But again, I put him kind of, I slide him down in the Le'Veon Bell category of a later bottom end RB1, higher RB2. Because think about it. You have a running, squirrely little water spider quarterback in Kyler Murray. You got a loser out of college head coach from Texas Tech, Cliff Kingsbury. What's he going to do with the air raid? There's way too many questions. So I'm not putting... If I listen, if I if I'm in a 12 team league and I got 12 and the running backs are coming off the board, do I take David Johnson? Sure, I don't love it, but I'll do it. Yeah. But I have no confidence in that Arizona Cardinals team. Period. It's especially funny. Kyler Murray. It's funny because I was uh, not high on Cardinals, but I'm like they're not going to be as bad as people say. Well, because they can't be. They can't be. But I also think that <laughs> then I, when I watch their preseason game, I'm like, no, no, they're bad. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. yeah, they're bad. Like Kyler Murray looks like, like, very flustered out there. Look! Look at look at how small he was. People say, "Oh, like you've seen the pictures on social media. It looks like he's five six. Yeah, but his head is huge. And and, and, and <laughs> guys, guys, they have him at two oh seven. If he's two oh seven, I'm no, three hundred pounds. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I he's going to be squashed. Like he's just going to be absolutely slammed. He's going to be squashed. He can't see over. He can run around. But we know these edge rushers can run as fast as T. Y. Hilton now. Right. So come on now. It's yeah. it's going to be a disaster. I think way too small. He's a smaller, skinnier Johnny Manziel. Not interested. So from um, f- 
from one mobile quarterback to another, just quickly, do you think Lamar Jackson can surprise everyone and sort of not be Patrick Mahomes, but be sort of the uh, late pick that can have just a giant year based on what he can do with his legs and his arm in the season? Yeah. I will, I will also say no. I don't believe in Lamar Jackson at all, uh, mainly because of his arm. I don't think he's very high, guys. Now, he might put up some stats running-wise, but if you look at where he ranked last year, teams are going to figure him out. And guess what? Harbaugh is going to be running. They've been running a very similar Colin Kaepernick-type offense to what his brother was doing in San Francisco. Well, guess what happened to the at the end of our poor guy Kaepernick? They figured him out. You that's pin exactly. the edges, you make him throw. So yeah, if, you, exactly you, if you keep Lamar Jackson in the pocket and you make him throw you're going to be getting some turnovers. So I do not believe in Lamar Jackson. I also think he takes too many risks with his body. He's tall, but he's very lean. And I think he's going to get hurt. So I'm not interested in Lamar Jackson either. RG3-esque, I would say. RG3 had a great rookie year. Sophomore year wasn't great. Cam Newton had a great rookie year. uh, Sophomore year wasn't great. I wonder what they all have in common that you're referencing. And and his backup is RG3. And his backup is RG3. Um, uh, So one thing we we do want to come question, because your fantasy expertise. Sorry, yeah, go ahead, Andy. Yeah, right. no, I was going to say, and, and the funny thing is, you say RG3 esque, but Lamar Jackson is, uh, he, uh, Lamar Jackson's backup is RG3. Yeah, so you have that there as well, right? Like, I would much be much more interested in taking a risk on, let's say, a Dwayne Haskins, not for fantasy per se, but overall, Dwayne Haskins of the Washington Redskins. He was my top rated quarterback coming out of this year. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to take a one year flyer on a, 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 a starter who has one year experience, I'll take the 6'4, 250 dude with a cannon arm. Thanks. That's what I'll take. I agree. The, the, um, now that we, no one's ever going to question your, your your fantasy expertise, but I will say your outrageous take that uh, you don't like Putsen—that's absolutely nonsense. Yeah, it make sense. I, I I just think it's because you're in Toronto. Yeah, the, they don't the, make it well. The death of food yeah, versus yeah. like we're in like you know the hotbed of deliciousness that There's is. There's like one good restaurant in Toronto. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Burger Burger Burger's Priest. Priest. Burger's yeah, Priest. Burger's absolutely. Priest. You know what? Okay. That be a very fair because I have not a good poutine experience in Toronto. So maybe the next time I'm in town, I got to link up with you guys and take absolutely. me out and get me some good poutine and change my mind. Wow, absolutely. Well, I think before I that, that, before that, uh, one of our producers, Duke, and I will be in Toronto actually. Uh, so oh. maybe maybe we'll link up and grab a good uh, old fashioned before then on, on oh, Labor Day weekend. Hundred percent, boys. Let me know. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, thank you, Andy, for joining us. We know we got you. Got to go. This is a very busy time for you. Remember, you can catch him on. Uh, t- is it? It's ten fifty TSN, right? TSN ten fifty. Yeah, TSN ten fifty, and then uh, Twitch.tv slash Andy Mac Live, and uh, everything on Twitter. I'll keep you up to date at Andy MC eighty one. And of course, for DraftKings and uh, Monkey Knife yes. Fight. If you're as as a dirty gambler as myself or Terry, Monkey Knife yeah. Fight is your place to go. Uh, thanks so for good, us, Andy. All right, boys. Anytime. Talk Thanks, Andy. Appreciate it, buddy. Bye-bye. And uh, you, can, uh, you, can, you can subscribe. Yeah, you can always subscribe. Yeah. They get the shows, then they choose to listen to it. Or yeah, subscribe not. on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then follow us at Hot Sauce Sports on every social media. No one, uh, you can't be oversubscribed because that's not a word. Exactly. So, so subscribe just the amount of, right amount of time. Be a word. He actually answered Baker Mayfield. It's, it's taken out of context. Yeah, it usually is. Yeah. Also, I don't, I don't see Baker Mayfield as the type of guy, especially for a guy who got a lot of hate getting drafted last year, mm-hmm. as high as he did. I don't see him as the type of guy to go and bash another quarterback getting drafted. What's what I was going to say is, like, wasn't Baker Mayfield the guy that everyone was saying was drafted too high and proved yeah. all of us wrong? Proved everybody wrong. So, I mean, like, my, my biggest concern with, with, with um, 
with the Giants is they might they might play Eli Manning another three years. They might drag Skeletor out the closet for another three yeah. years. It's nonsense. Uh, I will say though, Duke, the way you read that, it's yeah. trade if I didn't months know. after the fact, not trade months. Trade <laughs> months isn't a thing. You don't use commas. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> it's the, 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 it just there needs context. Put the X in the nineties. The XFL <laughs> have released the uh, team logo designs yeah, and they look awful. Thoughts. We got a video. We got a. We got oh, a. There it is. Yeah. Okay. So. The Renegades one, me and Duke uh, noticed they yes. come straight out of the Madden. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Because I've used that one. The Brooklyn, oh, Brooklyn we all Bandits. Have. We all no, have. Brooklyn. Yeah. I also made a Brooklyn Bandit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn Bandits. Houston Roughnecks. I don't mind that one too much. It just looks like a junior hockey team. Sounds uh, like erotica. That too. The LA Wildcats. LA Wildcats. Wa- Wildcats looks like a baseball logo because it's of the LA. Like the colors, but it's not that bad. Too basic. It, look, it looks like how like you know Grand Theft Auto makes like a, a fake Angels logo. Like that's what that looks like. Yeah. No, I like it though. I like the LA Wildcats. The New York Guardians. Why is it a pharaoh? <laughs> what are they guarding a pharaoh? It looks like it's a pharaoh with a lion face. Shh. Are they trying to move the team to Egypt? Maybe Cairo Guardians. Perhaps. Maybe Battle Hawks. More like Battle Cocks. No, but right? I, th- I think it's a um, Seattle Dragons. What are they? What are they? <laughs> the um, gargoyles. I think it's a gargoyle. What's cool though is I actually saw um, a sixty-year-old biker chick with that dragon statue. And also, so th- my favorite ones. Are uh, I like the Wildcats and I like the Defenders. Also, why does why is yeah, that? Defenders looks like a soccer like shield. Yeah, why like why does one. why does DC always have to have the worst logos? They always have the most generic DC. logos. Because they all sport. they all have to put DC in their logo. That's it. be Vipers though. That one's extra terrible. Vipers <laughs> is weird because the color choice, man, yellow and green. But the jerseys are probably I it was red. To be the fair. worst one is the Seattle Dragons. It legit looks like they just copy pasted a picture from Google. How uh, how long are we it, giving it's this? A, it's a it's a huh? fi- it's a year old biker chicks tramp stamp. Is what yeah. The how is. how long are we giving this league? Uh, one year, two exactly. year, two one years. season, two years. I'm gonna give, give it two years. A full season and then one season of like, hey, you know, we were good last year. You know, we're only going up and then done. Hashtag you hate me. You hate me, Rod Smart. Lady Bird, U.S. <laughs> national uh, team star Carly Lloyd oh, hit yeah. a 55-yard uh, field goal in Eagles practice. Should the Bears sign her? Absolutely not. It was the uh, second time she did this, though. Yeah, yeah. Second Soccer time players can kick. It shouldn't be surprising. <laughs> she did it in the t- at the Texans training camp too, apparently. But uh, yeah, why not? I think it's going to happen soon where they get a girl uh, to play in the mm-hmm. NFL for sure as a kicker, punter, or whatever. To start off and then maybe receiver. There's this one girl. She plays tackle football in Texas. She got a D1 scholarship offer. She's unreal. Mm-hmm. Unreal. So it's it's going to happen eventually. I think so. And, and like, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't scoff necessarily at, at the idea of Carly Lloyd. I don't know why in general they haven't gone to soccer players for kickers before. Tony Miola, ex-US goaltender. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was signed as the Jets punter and then didn't make the team. Didn't make his team. It's weird. You know, but I, it's different, right? It's it is. But I mean, thing. but kicking a field like punting, I understand. Kicking yeah. a field goal, you're kicking in a straight line mostly. Um, yeah, it's a lot harder than it looks, though. But, I don't think but so. Most, but, most, uh, but most kickers are former soccer players. True. What I never understood with kickers is why they wear two different shoes. Because they're dumb. Next. Screwing ball. Baseball players have been using gas station uh, sex drugs uh, at such a rate that the league had to put out a memo declaring that they may uh, f- test positive for PDs. Okay, Nick Castellanos. That's, <laughs> this, this is the answer. He's been taking all those fucking yeah. uh, garbage, uh, garbage. Nice. gas station pills, and he went fucking loco. He did, well, look, one thing's for certain. He's hard as fuck. His yeah. brain, however, melted mm-hmm. by all these sex Melted, drugs. very soft, very moist. It's not like it's not bad when you see how far baseballs come because because at first, Rafael Palmero, in ads for sex for sex PEDs, now it's all about sex PEDs. 
They're all in it. Rafael Palmero, you're basically a hero. You're basically a hero. Uh, DC Silence. Despite being bloodied and bruised, Stipe Mocic uh, reclaims title against Daniel Cormier. Tell me about it. Um, it was crazy because DC beat the piss out of him for almost four rounds. It, and then all of a sudden, I just, just that was insane. But it's kind of the same thing that happened against Stipe, you know? But is that, is that just like the, the youth, you think? Is that like no. Daniel Cormier just got tired because he's older? No, Daniel Cormier is the king of the grind. That's his nickname. Mm. And he knocked that out That was Stipe. his nickname. That was. He knocked out Stipe before. I still I, think Daniel Cormier is the best heavyweight of all time. I just I kept hearing about how this fight, uh, Daniel Cormier need to st- like stay upright, stay upright, and he kept taking Stipe to the ground, which is traditionally been his strength anyway. Um, so well, both they're both wrestlers, yeah, absolutely. But, but, but DC is a much more established wrestler, hundred percent. But but Daniel Cormier didn't shy away from sort of like his like more youthful style and w- and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and it just looked like at the end Stipe had more steam. Stipe, it wasn't that he had more steam. He just he had more steam than last time. Yes, true. And and DC said it best at the end of the fight because the last time they fought, he knocked him out in the first round. And he's like, this is the Stipe that I thought I was going to get the first time. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I didn't anticipate him being like this after I already fought him and it wasn't impressive. So he's like, hats off to him. But DC, man, best heavyweight of all time. I don't care what anybody says. Best heavyweight of all time. He's, no, lost, he's lost one round. People will say that Stipe is okay. because he's defended the belt more often. But DC has lost one round his entire heavyweight career. One round, including that fight. Yeah, that's nuts. And that was like 10 years ago when he fought Josh Barnett. Next. Over. That's it? Oh, yeah, one more. Yeah, one more. more. Not in my script. Who? Oh, yeah. Josh Gordon. He's back. Tell me about it. <laughs> Josh Gordon's back. Like Andy Mack said, uh, he's going to be a millionaire off that $5 uh, Cleveland Browns uh, ball that he signed there. Josh mm-hmm. Gordon. So, I mean, Josh, I, I think the fact that they brought him back shows how good what his character. Like, he must be like a good guy. He just... Teams, teams keep wanting to give him a chance, which is rare in the NFL. But it's the same team that's given him a chance three times now. But that's usually the team that doesn't, yeah. right? And um, Cleveland before that kept giving him a chance over and over and over. And like, right now, anyway, Cleveland is a well-run organization. Yeah. The Patriots are a well-run organization. Yeah. I will say, however, if Robert Kraft was still spending money on the rub and tug, he probably couldn't pay off the NFL to get point. Josh Gordon reinstated. That is so a solid point. You're welcome, <laughs> FBI. <laughs> FBI, like you forgot how to spell FBI. I did. I was like, I was like, the feds. I go FBI. FIB. You're welcome. <laughs> I guess we're not doing the segment again. We had planned because Terry's going to go. At some point, I will react to Hard Knocks. But for now, sure, I'm hard knocking us the hell out of here. Bye, Terry Tam. Bye, Eagle. Bye, Duke. I'm Peas. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. Sauce Sports.